In a world where truth is suppressed, information is censored, and alternative ideas are silenced, one group refuses to be muzzled. Despite shadow bans on social media, low downloads, and crickets on Patreon, one group refuses to be a mainstream media puppet. Today, we honor the heroes of the cannabis airwaves. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the Podcasters. everyone thanks for joining us and welcome back we have another great show in store for you today michael major is here to talk about his podcast a major journey michael welcome to the show dan thank you so much for having me i appreciate it i'm a big fan of the show so this is a good opportunity well i'm glad to have you on today too i talked to a lot of people about starting a podcast and one thing i don't think people realize is that podcasts are quietly becoming almost like another f- social media channel you're the founder of a cannabis PR marketing firm, Green Lane Communication, and so you have a lot of experience getting the message out. Has your firm benefited from having a podcast? Yeah, 100%. 100%. I think there's a lot of power in podcasting, especially when it comes to storytelling. And I, I think a lot of us, especially in the cannabis space, have realized that there's power in storytelling and the ability to connect with others through stories and by being relatable. And so the podcast has just really opened up so many doors and so many opportunities in a lot of different facets. One, it's a great calling card, right? Another one is just a great way to kind of open the door and be a little vulnerable and let other people know who you are, you know, what you're doing and, and why you're doing it. So a lot of benefit and value comes from having a podcast for sure. Oh, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Like you said, it opens a lot of doors. You follow a traditional interview format but unlike a lot of podcasts your podcasts aren't really like guest promo pieces you tend to focus on the guest expertise do you think being in the industry helps you zero in on what makes each one of your guests unique yeah so i I appreciate you taking the time to listen and to pay attention to those things dan so selfishly, I am super curious, right? Just naturally, I love to yeah. learn from everybody and everybody's, hence kind of the the roadmap for the show. And so a lot of the questions and a lot of the, the interest and the curiosity in the guests just comes from me naturally wanting to know what they've learned from their journeys and experiences along the way. And if I could just put that out there in the form of a podcast where other people can benefit from it, why not? And that that's how it all started. And, and this is how it's taken shape over time. It's like you said, you're telling a story, hence the title of your podcast, A Major Journey. It's you tell their story of their journey, which I think is compelling. I really do. Another advantage you have from working in this industry is you aren't phased by unorthodox guest behavior. Do you have any of those, this could only happen in cannabis stories? Oh yeah. So there was one episode in particular. I always tell guests, if you you want to smoke or whatever, feel free, just be comfortable, be yourself. And so th- this one guest was, was smoking a joint throughout the conversation, and it was awesome. We were really into it. And I guess all of a sudden, they must have just taken a really big rip off of their joint. And they had a coughing fit. And I just, I lost it. I was cracking up. They were cracking up. And it, it took some time just for us. And between the laughing, between the coughing, it just kept going on and on. And so we just had to take a pause and just let them regroup. But it was that moment. And even, you know, after the show ended, I looked back on it and I said, 
this would never happen in any other industry. And it was just something that was so easy, right? And, and we both laughed and, and connected over it. And we had so many jokes later on down the road about it. So you just never know what you're going to get in cannabis. And I think the genuine intention of a lot of people makes it a really enjoyable journey, to say the least. Oh, I, I have some, there's so many of those stories, and only in cannabis stories. And you tell your friends that aren't in the industry and they're like, what? Really? I'm like, yeah, I'm telling you. I, uh, you brought along a clip from one of your shows. Can you set it up for us? Yeah, sure. So Joseph Corey, he is on the team over at Mary Medin. He's just an unbelievable tech, business-minded, entrepreneurial-minded leader. Let's play the clip, and then we can talk a little bit about it afterwards. And as you're watching these poor guys not using a dynamic pricing model for their sale of cannabis, you know, they're saying it's going to be 4,000 pounds for the next 10 years. Yeah, like, all right, it's 4,000 a pound because you're the one grow licensed. It's not because you're growing 4,000 a pound marijuana here, but these kind of things where you can spin a good story without understanding the context of how it fits into a, like an at-scale industry were answered. And then I think a lot of the savvy U.S. companies took that lesson. That's how we built all of our data models. There's an example of you setting the stage because that interview could have went in so many different directions, but you really told a story with that interview. I appreciate that. Yeah. And he really has dialed in on what it takes to lead and run an operation or a team or a department like an actual business, right? He's talking about numbers. He's talking about data, not just putting out some you know, fictitious fairy tale number of 4,000 a pound. That's what I appreciate the most, connecting with other people in the space who really have a keen understanding, not just for the community and the culture behind it, but also for the business side of things that's gonna allow for this community and culture to develop and grow over time into something that will have longevity and sustainability in the long run in 10, 15, 20, 30 years and plus. Back to this storytelling and understanding the industry, it's your involvement in the industry that helps you get to that point and really help the guests tell the story. I think that's the real essence of your show, from, just from the episodes that I've listened to. I, I appreciate that. And I think it just comes from spending so much time working with editors, reporters, journalists, where they're asking specific questions and they're trying to position questions to extract certain bits and pieces of information so that they can then craft a story that's telling, that's accurate, that's able to paint a picture in someone's head and, and really let them know why this particular subject that they're writing about or why this individual that they're interviewing is important. It's not just an advertisement. And kind of like you alluded to, I never wanted my show to be something where people spend X amount of dollars to get on and promote a product. I want it to be something where people walk away from each episode and say, wow, whether it was a two minute clip from that or whether it was the entire show, I want them to walk away from it and say, wow, that was important. Or there was some piece of information or some golden nugget in there that was important and really helped me in my business or professionally, personally, whatever it may be. Yeah, it's being true to your audience. And I found this happen a lot of times where guests come in and they're prepped by their publicist to hit all these talking points. And the listeners aren't really excited about some of the talking points. They're more excited about the journey. Like, how did you get here? What makes you different? I, th I applaud you for taking that approach because it's so easy to fall into, well, let's just hear your talking points and we'll go from there. Before we wrap up, I want to go back to where we started. What advice would you give a company that's considering doing like a branded podcast, a podcast 
it's, it ties into their company. So a, a podcast that will ultimately help with business development, lead generation, and things like that? Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll get a company that says, we want to do a podcast with our company name on it. And it's kind of a tricky approach because nobody wants to hear a sales podcast. Yeah, that's a great point. And that's something that I actually get asked relatively often as well. My best piece of advice would be figure out who your audience is. And not just from a podcast perspective, but also from a company perspective, who is that ideal client? Who's the dream client? What's the client avatar like? And what do they want to listen to? How long do they want to tune into episodes for? Do they want to listen to a 10 minute podcast or are they in the car and begging for a 40, 50, 60 minute show where it is very free reign and and not necessarily buttoned up with three or four talking points and very specific questions. So I think there needs to be an understanding of both what the audience from a entertainment perspective would like to to receive. And then also from a business development standpoint, who is it that you're trying to connect with? Who is it that you're trying to reach and identify what their characteristics are and what their interests are, what their psychographics are, demographics and things like that. And then based on that, you can reverse engineer the qualities and the characteristics of your show to align with people that you and your business are trying to connect with. And it doesn't have to be salesy and it doesn't have to come across as some guy on a used car sales lot trying to turn listeners into paying customers. But if you reverse engineer those things and just take your time with it and craft it carefully, it's a great formula to follow for a successful show. Yeah, I hear a podcast by REI and they never once sell anything on their podcast they just tell about people's adventures in camping or hiking or but every one of those people have a backpack they have a tent and they all got it at rei but rei is never like pitching their products and i think that's the key to a good branded podcast you can check out a new episode of a major journey every week on all major podcast sites including PodConnects, where you can also apply to be a guest mike i wish we had more time let's do this again thanks for being on the show Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Dan. This was great. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, my name's Kate, and I'm your host of the Pop Moms podcast. I started the Pop Moms podcast, well, because I wanted to end the stigma against using cannabis, specifically with moms, but also anyone who chooses to consume. I strive for a balance of humor and education, along with some pretty rad guests, to help combat social biases that come with consuming cannabis. Kids are hard. Join me for regular podcast episodes packed with parenting hacks, real-life stories, and of course, my favorite cannabis products. The days are long, but the years are short. So roll another J and take a deep breath. Keep blazing and stay amazing.